Hi, I'm Rebecca Pete, And I'm Rebecca Cochran. And, and welcome, welcome to Woven, where we strive to be Christians living in the world with intention. And our prayer is that, to paraphrase Mary Zimmer, the Christ who knew Mary and Martha would show us the way of balance. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is brought to you by our friend, Dr. Angela Schaffner. We'll have more information about her later in this episode, but for now, here's our fun Christmas episode. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. We're taking a little break from our Advent series today to talk about all the other stuff. Rebecca, what's all the other stuff? (laughs) All the things I don't like? No, I don't (laughs) know. All the other stuff about Christmas, um, besides the reason for Christmas, which is the birth of Jesus, but um, all the other stuff, like, you know, the day-to-day Christmas cards, presents, decorations, food, seeing people, parties, hostess gifts, all the things we get completely overwhelmed about. And all the things I don't think about that Rebecca obviously thinks about. Yes. We've already had several conversations in which we differ um, on our approaches to Christmas. And Rebecca Pete is a little bit of a Scrooge today. I am not a Scrooge. I said you were a... See, the fact that you're so defensive means I'm right. (laughs) I said you were a little bit of a Scrooge today. Um, A little bit. And I am too, but I think for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't like expectations put on what I'm supposed to do. Ooh, me neither. So like, if I feel like it's something that I'm supposed to do, because that's just what you're supposed to do, then I'm not going to do it. And I didn't used to be like that. I used to be like, oh, well, if I'm supposed to do it, then I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it with a smile on my face. And now I'm like too old for that mess. Like if if somebody says I'm supposed to do something or not that people say stuff, but like you just get this like aura that like, this is something you're supposed to do. Societal expectations. Yeah, societal expectations. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. But then I kind of remember, and so then I had this whole, like, idea of, like, okay, well, whatever doesn't spark joy, get all Marie Kondo on it, but, like, yeah. whatever doesn't spark joy is what I'm not going to do, and then yeah. I kind of remembered I'm not the only person in my family, Yeah, you know, so, and so I should probably ask my family what sparks joy for them, too, but, like, not everything sparks joy for us, Yeah, but I was doing things that, like, I felt like you were supposed to do. Well, I mean, I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast a lot in different areas but it's just the difference between being proactive and reactive you know and I think we can react to the holidays so easily because you're kind of like you don't have a game plan or you don't know what's important to you and actually if um shout out to another podcast Kendra on the lazy genius from last year had this whole really great series on Christmas and like she does like opening and closing ceremonies in her family for the holidays and she like has all these episodes about how to like decide what matters to you and it was really good so we'll link to that in the show notes but um yeah I think it I think we should all do that because really a, the things that spark joy for us are all different. And so all the things we see in society are like all the joy sparkers, but we can't all do all of those things. But then no one has told us we have to do them. We just feel like if our friends are doing it, though, we should do it. Mm -hmm. So what's one for you? What's one for you that like everyone else does, but you don't want to do Christmas cards. (laughs) Um, and I will say, and so I said that to David the other night, we sat down at the table at uh, dinner and I asked, you know, the kids and him. So here's my two things going back to what I said earlier. One is as a family, I want us to decide what sparks joy. Yeah. It's not just about me, but also it's not just on me. Yeah. Like, yes, so yes. if this thing sparks joy to you or this thing sparks joy to you, then you need to take responsibility and help do it. Yeah. Like my kids are at the right age. My husband's an adult. Like, why is it all on me? And part of that's my fault because I've done it all for so long. Yeah. But like, if these things spark joy for our family, then we need to do it as a family. And it's not going to all be on me. And I don't want, and they haven't totally done that to me. I've done that to myself. But like, so for instance, I said, I, I really, doing Christmas cards sparked zero joy in me. Mm -hmm. I get zero joy out of it. I actually gripe and complain the entire time. But David was like, well, do you enjoy getting Christmas cards from other people? Well, yeah. Like, yeah. And so and so he makes a good point. Like, if I like receiving them, then I probably should send them. But while I like receiving them, it doesn't spark joy for me to receive them. I enjoy people's Christmas cards. Now everybody's going to, like, take me off their list and <laughs> not send me Christmas cards, which is fine. Um, but I don't, like, sit around thinking, oh, so-and-so didn't get me give me a card or... Like I do. <laughs> <laughs> or, and I'm sure you're not the only person who does that. Um, and I don't, like, 
I mean, yes, when I get them, they're lovely and I'm so thankful. Like it is a gift, yeah. you know, and I, and I do like seeing updates from people and I do enjoy that. I think social media has like changed that a lot for me too. Yeah. Like, I mean, I already kind of really know what's going on with people except for like some of my older family members and stuff like that. So I do think it's important. Like, you know, I have a lots of aunts and uncles and they are on social media and they really do like any pictures of the kids. Yes. And like, there is some self giving in that, but like, does everybody and their dog need a Christmas card from me? Right. <laughs> and do I need to like force my family to take these really stuffy family pictures so that we can make a Christmas card? Or can I pick a couple of cute pictures of some fun stuff we've done this year instead of like going through all the, this like stress. Now, some people, that's what they want to do. They want a family photo every year. And it's like really important for them to sit and like write a newsletter. Like that sparks yeah. joy for them. That doesn't yeah. spark joy for me. So I am floating the idea of going rogue. Like I literally have sent a Christmas card to my family since I was in college. Yeah. And so that the, like it would, it would be very rogue of me to say, we're not doing Christmas cards this year, but I'm almost there. Well, I mean, I feel like there's also a middle too, right? Like, yeah. cause I think in our head, like what, I feel like our peers do is we get the professional photo and then we print the really nice card and then we send them to 150 people. Right. Like that's Mm -hmm. like the, but it's like, there's also like going to like target and buying the 12 pack of Christmas cards, which is what I used to do. Just having everyone sign it and write a nice note and mailing that. So it's like, there is a middle and, um, yeah, but for me, like I love Christmas cards. I love like the whole process of like designing them is really fun to me. Um, I don't like addressing them because who likes, I mean, I think some people probably do like that. I don't like addressing them, but like, I love, I get like, I love getting mail. I love getting snail mail. Uh It like seriously makes me getting unexpected things in the mail. Even if it's just a thank you note makes me like so excited. I love it. So I, I used to get subscription boxes and then I was like, I don't really need all this stuff. I just like the idea of getting stuff in the mail, which is why I'm in a I saw a meme that said I'm in a toxic relationship with Amazon Prime, and I am. I'm trying to lay off Uncle Amazon, um, <laughs> but, as our friend Meredith says. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but I think that that's what it is for me, and I have to check myself because my tendency and my unhealthiness is to be like, well, that person didn't send me a card. So they probably, whatever, they don't care about me, like whatever. And it, and I know that's ridiculous, yeah. but so I have to check myself. So I don't think that like, I, I'm healthy enough to know that like people are like you, you know, they just maybe don't want to send a card this year. It has nothing to do with me, but it's like, it's just one of those things. There's not a lot. I love, love, love about the holidays in terms of like all of our culturally normative things that yes. we do. But like, this is one of them, like, and What's funny, we got family pictures uh, like a couple months ago for the first time in like four years. So we're actually going to have like the ridiculous, like professional, really nice cards this year for the first time in a while. So it's kind of funny to be talking about this because I usually just have kind of like, here's a couple iPhone pictures of my kids at school. Yeah, that's what mine's going to (laughs) be. And so, yeah, if I do one, that's what it will be because we have not taken family pictures. Um, I mean, we have a couple of pictures from like Disney and stuff like that and like other trips that I can, you know, like from 4th of July, we took like a, you know, my brother took a picture on his iPhone of us or whatever. So, I mean, I have family pictures. They're just not professional ones, but um, it's just funny. Like if I listed all the things that spark joy for me for Christmas, like whether receiving or giving Christmas cards, mine would be at the bottom of the list. So like if nobody sent me a Christmas card, like it's not going to affect my holidays. Yeah. I mean, if I do get them, I will appreciate them. But like, I don't, and like, I don't ever, I don't, I have zero judgment on people's cards. Like, I think sometimes when we send a card, we think, oh, we didn't do a professional picture. So people are going to judge that. I actually we weren't judge wearing, when people are too professional. Yeah. Or we're not wearing the right clothes or that picture's not a great yeah. picture of us, or that's not a pretty design or whatever. When I honestly, and maybe some people do judge and <laughs> that's fine, but I don't look at the card. I just think, oh, yay. They thought, they thought of me and I yeah. can see a picture of their family or their kids or their dog or, you know, whatever they wrote us, we know, or I know their kid is going to where they're going to college or whatever. Yeah. So like, I do appreciate it, but I don't think, oh, they, that's a I don't ever remember thinking, man, that card is not good. Um, but, but some people do it like the, the fact that you like the graphic design of designing a card literally so fun. No, I want (laughs) to dig my own grave. Like, 
<laughs> like I use, I literally use, I'm like, oh, Shutterfly, that one looks good. Insert I pictures. I mean, that's what I do too for, for reference. Like I don't know how to do graphic design. But I do have some friends that like use like a template, a blank yeah. template and do it themselves and they enjoy it. And they don't do it because I think people expect it of them. Yeah, no, it's they literally, it's it, so and they, fun. And they very highly curate whether, what scripture or what piece of, like I have a friend that like, she like curates her own card and she puts a scripture on it because she views that that um piece that car that's going in the mail is like a ministry to her family mm. i'm like that's beautiful i do not feel that way yeah. but that's beautiful that that is what is important to her and that's like a ministry to her and that's great and like i don't judge i don't judge that i don't think i mean there's part of me that's being all like silly and like down with the christmas car but i mean you know no, everybody yeah. has i think the point of this conversation is is that everybody has these things that are super important to them and they take time on into other people you they may think why do they spend so much time on that like mm-hmm. i could think of my friend like why doesn't she just use shutterfly i mean she prints through shower but why doesn't she just use an already created template like yeah. why is she spending the, but it's important to her you yeah. know i get really i love the homey ones i don't like when they're too professional looking or when they're too much and like your whole family looks so perfect and you all are coordinated and your card's beautiful and has like the foiled printing like that stresses me out because i see it and i'm like oh my card must suck that's my own issue, as I'm saying. But, like, <laughs> so it's funny. I, I love the home. Actually, one year we got um, a friend of mine just went and bought the, like, the packs of cards you can get from wherever. Yeah. And she just printed a bunch of family pictures that they just, you know, took on a camera that weren't, yes. like, Christmas pictures and just stuck them in the card. And I was like, yeah. that's great because then you can keep the picture. Yeah. wrote a little note. So I was like, that's really nice. But I think yeah. it's, I think sometimes when our expectations get so high, that it's just easier to be like, I'm just not. Like, it's too overwhelming. And so I get yeah. that feeling. And I feel that way about decorating a lot. Yeah. Like, I feel like people are so into decorating their house. And I'm like, isn't the tree enough? Like, we yeah. got a tree. We have a living tree in our house that I have to water every day. Yeah. And, and I hate putting it up. And I hate putting the ornaments on. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's the worst, right? Like, I can't stand that process. But I love the tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, decorating is one of the things that I've definitely like scaled back on. So decorating does give me, well, inside decoration, we'll get to outside decorations in a second, but inside decorations definitely bring me joy. Yeah. Like even it, like I was telling you, we don't have family at Christmas that come. We, our family comes at Thanksgiving and occasionally we go to Texas at Christmas after Christmas, mm-hmm. but like we don't have, and we don't, throw a Christmas party like we have other friends that throw Christmas parties because that's their gifting is hospitality and we don't throw Christmas parties so there's just not a lot of people in our house at Christmas and I'm fine with that like but I still I enjoy and I want the kids to enjoy so but for so long like I felt like this need that I needed to look like Santa's workshop threw up in my house and um (laughs) like (laughs) and and then I've scaled back year after year after year and just put out the things that are super important to me yeah and then I have joy in it. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, I agree that putting the stuff on the tree is not my favorite thing in the world, but once it's up, I'm so grateful for it. So I, you know, sometimes you just suck things up because you want it, yeah. but, um, you know, I, yeah, but I have like scaled back. Yeah. Like I used to like put all these things, the thing I hate about, <laughs> we're getting to the nitty gritty here, but putting up on the tree is things that you have to go around the tree with. Oh yeah. Like lights. Well, except for that. I have a pre-lit tree, so I don't have to do that. <sighs> nice. And so I, we don't do a living tree because David claims he's allergic. I don't think he's allergic, but he claims he's allergic to it. <laughs> and so, and so, and he is allergic to a lot of stuff. So maybe he is allergic, but we, we do a artificial tree and it has lights on it, but I used to, cause I like the look of garland and all that kind of stuff. But like, I realize every year I almost die because nobody else can do it. Nobody else likes it. Yeah. So I, and we have like, we have really tall ceilings. So we have like a 12 foot tree uh-huh. and I literally almost die every year putting garland on it. Cause I'm trying to stretch it around by myself. Not worth it. No. So I'm like, no one can stand there and hold the other side for you. This can't be a two person job. It just never ends up that way. Yeah. It ends up me almost dying every year. And so I'm like, this does not spark joy for me. But the tree does. And putting ornaments on, I enjoy. Yeah. But it's like the things going around the tree. So I'm just like, last year I just didn't do garland. And I didn't sit there and think, oh, I don't like my tree as much. (laughs) I think we need to say that I deeply appreciate people who decorate. Mm -hmm. Because I love being in people's homes when they have like just. I completely agree. Decked the crap out of their halls. Like it makes me so happy. Yes, yes, yes. And they're the ones that should throw the Christmas parties. And they should throw the parties. And like, I I will enjoy being in that house. I enjoy being like out. Like I love um 
it's not even about like buying things when you're shopping in these like malls this time of year, but just seeing like the, oh, reads, yeah. it's just so fun. Like Pont City Market and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, I feel like we've talked about this before, I think, but I love decorating my house. I don't love seasonal decorating. Like I don't like the like, okay, well now I have to take down my pumpkins and now I have to put up like freaking holly and now I have to do, it's just, it's overwhelming to me. And I feel like it kind of for me, I feel like it kind of takes away from the Christmas tree and my house isn't huge. So it feels like there's just a lot of crap. You don't want to feel overwhelmed. Yeah. I feel very, it it quickly, like the tree already takes up a lot of space and you know, my living room's not very big. And so then it's like, I feel like I'm just being swallowed by. Have you ever read anything from the nester? You know, no, I should. Okay. So she has a book out called the cozy minimalist home, uh but she also was on some podcasts. I'm trying to remember which podcast she was on that. I heard her probably this time last year. Cause I think that's when that book came, but she's very much into, obviously she's an interior decorator and she, and she decorates her house beautifully, but it's, she's all about minimalism and simplicity. And her thing is, is to do it seasonally, but not holiday. I've heard her talking about, yes. And, And like, so like you decorate, where you have the feel of winter in your house. So it's greenery yes. and lights, but like that can go from November to like March, you yes. know, and not ha- having everything like that doesn't mean is, I mean, if people like to put frosty the snowman out or Santa decorations, of course, but if you are into something minimalist and you still want like that feel of yeah. like, because there is a feel of winter versus a feel of summer. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, um, and so like, but it can stretch for a lot. So you don't feel the stress of constantly pulling down for every holiday. Yes. And I think that, um, I, I, I just, I, I mean, I don't do it exactly like that, but I find that fascinating. I switch out. I mean, I think I do that anyway. Cause uh-huh. I like every spring I switch out like my throw pillows, mm-hmm. like throw blankets, just mm-hmm. random stuff like that. I'll kind of like switch around art. And then like yeah. now I'm about to pull out like my fuzzy. Well, I should do it now because it's 22 degrees. So I should have done this two weeks ago. But I pull out <laughs> like my fuzzy, fuzzy throw stuff. Yeah, and, like, uh-huh. I do that a little bit just to yeah. change the vibe. But like, yeah, I think that's a good approach to it. I like that idea. And I like, um, and I feel like for me, it's all about light, smell, and um, yeah, like lights and smell. When I yeah. really get down to like, what is it I want? I want lights outside my house. Cause I just, I love driving up and having lights outside my house. Yeah. Um, I want like the twinkle lights inside on the tree and I want it to smell. I want to have a good candle and like, yeah. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. And that's definitely minimalist. Like, yeah, I guess so. I, but I'm such a maximalist in other areas that yes. it's like weird. Yeah. But, but I totally, I feel like I appreciate the tree more. Yes. Like I, like the tree is always the tree and the nativity to me are the two things that are like the focal point for yeah. me. Those are the yeah. things that like, like we had a year a few years ago where we just had a really hard year and it was just like, it was jam packed with like just so much grief and just like so much going on that I was just like, I gave myself permission just not to do a lot. Yeah. And, um, and, but the tree and the nativity, like I just, there was other yeah. things I just left in the boxes and I was, it was still a beautiful Christmas. Yeah. Like, and so to me, anything else that I do, I ha- I judge it by, is it going to take away from one of those two things? Cause I used to, like mm. I told you, it was like Santa's workshop in here. And I finally had to be like, it's too, it's too busy. Yeah. Like, and, and then the kids do, do enjoy it, but they can also enjoy it with a few things. Like, I think they wouldn't like if the tree wasn't there. The nativity is important to me because obviously that's the reason for the season. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but, and I just also love our nativity. Do you but. put your baby Jesus in? Okay, so this is interesting. I do put my baby Jesus in, but I grew up not putting my baby Jesus okay. in because I was, um, I grew up Catholic. And uh-huh. so Jesus, Jesus doesn't come till Christmas Eve. So, so Christmas Eve, Jesus got put into the manger uh-huh. and the three wise men did not get put out until three Kings day. So like the oh, full nativity was not put out now because you know, the three wise men did not come when yes. Jesus was born, <laughs> even though all the nativity scenes show it that way. So I, um, so, but I don't do that, but I know a lot of people do that. And I think that's interesting because that's a way of telling that's pretty the story. Cool. Yeah. I never thought to, I just stick it all out because yes. I'm like, Penny will find the baby Jesus and color him with marker if I put him somewhere else. Yes. So I need to just have it. And then I know some people, um, some Catholic friends of mine that have the tradition of hiding baby Jesus and like somewhere in the house. Oh. And like on Christmas Eve, the kids have to look for baby Jesus and put the baby Jesus in the manger. That's a fun idea. I like that idea. Yeah. So it's this idea of searching for Jesus. Like there's a whole like spiritual significance to it. I know. I I really like it. I forget every year and I stick baby Jesus in and then I'm like, dang it, I should have thought of that. (laughs) That's a good idea. 
yeah. do have friends that have it, that mostly my Catholic friends that do that. Um, so that reminds me of something else. What? What do you think it reminded me of? Hiding baby Jesus around the house. Uh, the elf. <laughs> I hate the elf. I love it. I love the elf on the show. <laughs> I think it is so fun. I love. I think I'm the only person who likes it. Like I love well, it. It's so funny because I was like. <laughs> adamant we are not doing that stupid elf like I hate the elf I hate the elf so for a couple years I got away with it and finally um Myla said she was probably Penny and Maddie's age maybe a little maybe a year younger than Penny and Maddie but she was like mommy I feel like Santa doesn't love me oh gosh and I was like why she was probably three or four because he didn't send us an elf and then what am I supposed to freaking do so I was like that's when you say honey Santa doesn't love you <laughs> I, um, so I, we got an elf because I was pregnant with my second child and I was having mom guilt. I don't know. And so I got an elf. And then once you start it, you can't stop it. It's like, you know, I was very resistant to it because I felt like, you know, the whole, it's because everyone else does it. I don't use it as a behavioral technique. I know some people use it as a behavioral technique and I do not use it as a behavioral technique. Chris does. And we have to talk about that every year. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the but, elf is magic. I know. I hate. I hate that. And then yeah. it's not fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because the thing is, it's fake. Because you can threaten Santa all you want, but we all know that Santa's bringing presents. So it's like, yeah, who doesn't I, bring the empty a threat of like? I can remember my mom Santa is not effective. pretending to call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she would, but she would like because that was back when we didn't have cell phones and stuff. Yeah. And she, there would be the four one one like weather line. Uh-huh. So she would call that pretending she was. I can remember us begging her, don't call Santa. And like I, I don't. I mean, because was she not going to bring me presents? Of well, that's not. the thing. Yes. Um. Yeah. It's an, but it's I do know people who. Threat. I do know people who use the elf, and um, elf does not come back. Like oh. I've known people who actually do, like, or won't come back for a few days. Yeah. Huh. So it, they do do that with the elf, and then it gives you a little break. It does. I, I was really like- hoping to like write the elf this year. Okay, so we had our conversation yeah. at dinner. We were talking about the things that spark us joy, and um, you know, I said Christmas cards don't spark spark joy, and then we had this whole conversation, and then Milo was like, "Well, the advent calendar sparks joy, and the advent calendar is another. We can talk about this a little bit. Like, so that's one of the things that I do, like, go out all out on. Yeah, and don't go all on another." other areas but that one's a big deal to me and so and I was like well we're gonna keep the advent calendar and um and then Nathan was like the elf and I was hoping none of them were gonna I was like, really I was like I he was like yeah it's so fun to like wake up every morning and does see where he know it's gone. that you he has no clue okay but he's okay. just like talking about things that we're just talking okay. about things okay. like okay. not okay. things that I do yes. but things at okay. Christmas that bring joy to him. And so waking up every morning and trying to figure out where Buddy is brings joy to him. And I was really hoping that neither one of them would say that so I could just write a letter and be like, Buddy, we're good this year. We don't need any yeah. visits. But I resisted yeah. the elf for a very long time because I thought it was too basic. Yeah. And it is. <laughs> but it's actually really fun. Except for when it's, you know, like 1130 at night. And that's because that's what always happens. And to you've me. forgotten and you're like, oh, and you're gosh. laying in bed. You're like, and you're running back downstairs. Or my favorite is when you wake up at 545 in the morning and realize that you've uh, forgotten. Uh-huh. And like you're trying to like run downstairs to do it real quick before the kids wake up. Yeah, uh-huh. that's always fun. Yeah. <laughs> They do. I feel like Maddie and Penny are I feel like we should have a parental age. warning on this so that they don't listen in front of their yeah, children. Yeah, <laughs> probably should. We'll put that at the beginning because we're talking about Santa and I keep trying to like not say certain things because I'm aware that there might be kids in the car um, because we have a clean rating. <laughs> Except for me ruining it all the time. Um, yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. so what about food in the holidays? Like, I'm thinking about this right now. I am, um, and I have not thought about it at all. So this this shows you the difference again between me and Rebecca. I haven't thought about food once. So ideally, in a perfect world where I'm my ideal self, I would make like seven kinds of cookies and treats and package them in little tins and give them to everyone I love. That doesn't happen. So <laughs> what I normally do is I make my um. So my great grandmother, her name was Sister Floyd. She lived to be 104 years old and ate fried chicken and drank bourbon every day. And she was awesome. And um, she would make these little things called cheese biscuits. So they're mm-hmm. basically, they're not cheese straws and they're not like, um, they're like, we're they're talking, like crunchy, like right. British biscuits. Like yeah, it's like yeah. a, it's like a savory cookie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, sharp cheese and I've, you know, tweaked the recipe over the years, but so I will make those and that's what I make because I think about it and I'm like, everybody else does cookies and I love getting cookies, but mm-hmm. I'm not like, but a you huge, can only get so many cookies. You can only, and like, yes. I, I just love sweet so or I mean, cookies. salty, Me savory too. snacks. And so I love 
those. And so I usually will just like make those and I'll give everybody like a little packet of them. And like, that's my food gift. I was thinking about making vanilla this year, you know, getting vanilla beans and making vanilla extra. It's easy. I mean, it for like vanilla beans are super expensive, but like for a a gift. Do you get a lot out of the beans? One or two. Well, you, you put the pod like, so yeah, yeah, you like scrape it. and then Yeah. But like, how much do you get out of well, the thing about it is you put alcohol and it'll, I mean, you can do like two pods and uh-huh. that'll make vanilla extract and then okay. you just can keep adding to it. But the cool thing is it is expensive. But if you're thinking like, this is my gift for somebody, yeah. it's not that expensive, you know, cause you just buy jars and yeah. like the things. So I was thinking about doing That's that. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's a fun little gift. Yeah, I have a neighbor that every year uh, lives across the street and we've lived across the street from each other the whole time I've lived here. She does spice nuts every year. I love it. And I, 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 we, we like literally wait for their spice yeah. nuts because they're so good. They do spice walnuts and they're so yummy. And Dave and I literally eat them in one setting. And like, and I love the cookies and the kids love the cookies and we get cookies and I'm very appreciative of that. But like, it is fun to get something different and savory. Yeah. Well, and I love doing like my great grandma because it's like, you know, I remember her because I she died when I was like five. So like I have memories of her and yeah. she was like old as dirt. I want some cheese biscuits. I made you some last year, I thought. I don't remember getting cheese last biscuits. Last year I, I feel switched like I would to, remember cheese last biscuits. Last year I, I made homemade cheese its as kind of like a I do remember getting some of those. Um kind of a twist on it. But I think I'll go back to the cheese biscuits this year. But I, I love it because it's like, you know, we all want to remember the people who've passed away this time of the year. And I think a really fun way to do that is by like making the food they used to make. I also like those saltines. Oh, the butter salt. Did yes. I make you those? Yes, you did. So I love those too. See, <laughs> I, I prefer the, the savory stuff too. Um, but of course I make cookies. Okay, we're going to link to that recipe in the show notes. Let me just real quick tell you what she's talking about. Yes. It is so bad for you. <laughs> so the <laughs> pe- so good. <laughs> so in Atlanta, we have the Piedmont Driving Club. It's like a very fancy show, social club for like highfalutin people. And um, they released their recipe for, they call them toasted saltines or something. I think they're called toasted I saltines. Know. I call them crack. Um, they're crack. <laughs> yeah. So you, it was in the AJC like years ago. And um, so you basically melt butter and I add like herbs and seasonings to it but I think it's amazing but I think there I think they just do the butter um and then you put saltine crackers in it and they literally absorb the butter and then you toast them in the oven and it is insane like I as much as I love butter I can only eat like maybe two of them and then I'm like I can't eat they're so rich they're so rich they're like literally soaked in butter but they're not greasy because they're like toasted yes Oh they're, my, I mean, like, my mouth's buttered. They're right insane. <laughs> they're so insane. Good. They're so good. They're so easy. So, yeah, maybe maybe we should do this. And maybe for our Patreon community, I'll write up some quick little hostess snacks. And I can share Sister Foley's cheese biscuit recipe, too. Uh, that would be great. So I'll do that on, on our Patreon community. Um, yeah, so um, FYI, if you want any of these recipes, especially the Rebecca Cochran version, <laughs> patreon.com backslash woven in him. <laughs> And it's only, it's not that much to support us monthly. No. I'm just saying, it's really not. I mean, you'll get this if you if you just give us a dollar a month, I think. I, yeah, so, it's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, there's that. And then, which is uh, probably more expensive than it would be to make like half a serving of those saltine crackers. Yeah, that's it's saltines and butter. And um, it really doesn't matter like what brand, you know, that's the it's thing too. I love things so where it's like not specific. You can just yeah. use like grocery store, basic, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for Christmas, Chris, we were having this big debate of what we should do because we don't have a consistent Christmas food tradition every. So I had Jewish grandparents growing up and, um, you know, Jewish people and Chinese food is like a classic uh, yeah. uh, combination Christmas, yeah. and yeah. stereotype. But it's true. And um, so Christmas Eve, we always get Chinese food from our local place just oh, as fun. like a. And so we always do lasagna on Christmas Eve, on Christmas Eve, because that's what my mom did. And that's what my mm-hmm. grandmother did. And like and like I have a basic lasagna recipe that I can do like during the week. Oh, and then I have like, the like my great grandmother's Italian recipe. That's like it's a process. Yeah. And I literally only do it once a year. And Mila will tell you it's her favorite food. And last Aww. year for the first year, I allowed her to help me make it. Aww. And she still talks about it. She brought it up the other day. She was like, my, she was like, oh, I was saying I was making chili. And she was like, chili and your lasagna are my favorite things. So I was like, oh, yeah. She was like, yes, I look forward to it every year on Christmas. I mean, like my nine-year-old is saying this. So, so like that is our big thing. And I pre-make it. Yeah, Either the day before or the day of in the morning and then just stick in the refrigerator. And then when we get home from Christmas Eve service, I just pop into the oven for Perfect. 45 minutes or whatever. And, um, 
And so that's great because it's perfect for that. Like I don't yeah. have to feel like I have to rush home after Christmas Eve service and put a whole like meal together. Same thing yeah. with you and the Chinese food. Yeah. Like I think it's good to have a Christmas Eve tradition, but it doesn't have to be. And I have another friend whose dad made up, I forget what he called it. She can she can tell me what it is, but it's like some kind of chicken, but you literally go buy like Popeye's fried chicken and the, but you add stuff to it. Huh. And you stick it into the oven and it is like talk about crack it is so amazing because we went to her house on christmas eve one year and she made it and it was but like it's easy like you pick up popeye's fried chicken on the way home from christmas eve service huh. and then like she would add a bunch of spices and stuff oh, to it and yeah. make it fun like but That's to fun. me like yeah. having so, like something consistent tradition but not something you're going to kill yourself over right because you're going to do enough on christmas day of killing yourself you don't need to do it on christmas eve like christmas eve should be Sitting in front of the fire to me. She was yeah. sitting in front of the fire, like looking at the Christmas tree, watching a Christmas movie, going to Christmas Eve service. It shouldn't be like me stressing out in the kitchen. Right. Totally. Yeah. And, and I, so that's why I do the lasagna the day before because it is a lot of work. And then I just pop it out. So I'm trying to think about to do for Christmas Day. I feel like yes. I know some people like that really is something that I love the opportunity to make a big pain in the butt meal. Yeah. Not you don't do time. it very often. I don't get yes, to do I it. I don't either. Yeah. And it's just it's something that it really just it fulfills me in so many ways. Like, I feel like it does something for my soul to be able to really, like, make a really fancy, nice yes. dinner. And, like, I have the ability to do it, so why not? Yeah, yeah. But, um, so, I mean, you know, I made a beef wellington, oh like, gosh, two years ago. It was kind of a fail, actually. I oh, kind of messed it? it up. It was my fault. It was user error. I don't know what I did wrong, but it was soggy. But so that's a lot of work. It is a lot I mean, of work. Well, it's a lot of work. But I like it. It's I fun. I do too. But like, there's a reason why you have to like, most restaurants that have people do, you have to tell them ahead of time. Yeah. Coming because it's a lot of work. It is. I might, I think I might do that again this year. Yeah. But um, I, I always also, do prime rib. So you do prime rib. You mm-hmm. make it yourself mm-hmm. on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, I usually like, I usually do it the day before yeah, or a day or two before. Um, used to when we had a smoker, I would do that and mm-hmm. then I, we would just warm it up and eat it. But I do, I and I I have like a really simple potato recipe that mm-hmm. I only really do at Christmas so everybody remembers that it's Christmas. Super easy green bean rice because usually it's like, unlike Thanksgiving when it's my whole family, it's usually just the four of us. Yeah. We never have anybody else on Christmas Day ever. Yeah. So it's just the four of us and I make like the same thing every year. Yeah, see, we just don't have consistency. Like, yeah. it's like this year, um, our neighbors are going to join us, which will be really fun. I'm excited because she makes um, amazing desserts, and so she'll make dessert, Perfect. I think. Yeah. And, but um, but maybe it's okay that it's different every year. See, that's the yeah, thing is I'm I talking. Did. I'm like, I mean, it doesn't – because we make the same, like, tater tot breakfast casserole well, on you do Christmas Chinese morning. food every Christmas We have Eve. Chinese food. So it's like you have traditions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm your tater tot. That tater tot casserole. <laughs> She made it for my, so we talked about it on our Patreon. So, uh, hashtag join Patreon and you'll get the recipe. And, and then, so I was like, oh, I have to have that for my birthday breakfast. So when we went out of town for my birthday with a group of friends, she made it and y'all. It's so good. It's so good. And, it's and the so one that you made easy. with the jalapenos, like I'm, uh, me and my mouth water, I'm so hungry. It's so easy. It it's is. like the easiest thing ever. It's like not even a recipe, but, and so it's like a really easy thing. I can just like, pop in the you, oven and, and you I don't can do have to it work. The, you can prep it the night before yeah. and you stick in the oven right after you open presents right yeah, I know. it's perfect it it's is perfect yeah so i, I i'm all about i'm all is i i am not a scrooge in i don't want to have traditions yeah i'm in You're, it's I like the work it's i like, don't want to do that i i want it to be fun and yeah. i want us to have traditions and i i want us to enjoy our days but i don't want to feel stressed well like you want it to be work that you enjoy exactly like to me coming up with crap to do every day for advent feels very stressful and yes. i would just like to throw them a made in china chocolate from aldi and be like here you go yeah so our advent calendar <laughs> and i've i've scaled back mostly because my kids during the December have so much going on school and activity wise that I don't yeah schools we don't need you to make Christmas special just so you know like it's already special and you don't need to take over the reins and make our kids feel special so you know the piano recitals and all the things and so and you know and Milo literally does everything in the book and so everything has a Christmas thing yeah. you know or a holiday thing because we go to public school so it's not Christmas it's holidays but um but I, um, so they have so much after school and they have activities and stuff like used to when they were in preschool, I would have something fun. It wouldn't be anything major. I'd be like, oh, we're going to have a dance party tonight while I make dinner yeah. to Christmas music. I didn't okay. do anything like fancy, yeah. but it was just fun for them to open the door. We have one of those old wooden advent calendars oh, that was handed down so to me fun. and you just open up and I would have like a slip of paper in there oh. every day with a chocolate. And so like an old, and like huh. some days, and so you, the first couple of years I did it, it was like literally something to do every day. And then they just have too much 
much going on. Yeah. So now, last year, what I did, I simplified it majorly, and they still really enjoyed it because it's still a surprise every morning. But like once or twice a week, I'd have something fun. It like today we're going to go visit Santa, or tonight we're going to go look at Christmas lights. But then all the other days, I would just have like a scripture reference in there or a little message to them. Mm. And th- but it was still a surprise because every day it was like, is there going to what's going to be in there? Yeah. Um, but I have definitely scaled back because then you have to like plan. Because if you're like, okay, I'm going to do something every day, like you have to put that crap on your calendar, you know? And then my calendar was getting too crazy. So it's like, uh, tonight we're going to like roast marshmallows in the fire. Well, we do a fire almost every night in December. Mm -hmm. So all I have to do is buy a thing of marshmallows at the grocery store. Like it's not like, I don't, I'm not like every day that we have to do, go do something fancy. It's just like. I like your idea of like having, because I always just buy like a Trader Joe's or something like the advent calendar they come out with, with the chocolate in it. But I like the idea of just like having one you use every year and then just like yes. filling it yourself. That seems. That's, I love it so much. And yeah. this is a really pretty one because it also, every every door you open is a part of the Christmas story. Like the outside Aww. of it is a pictorial representation of the Christmas story. Um, so like one day you open the shepherd and one day. So Aww. then you can be like, oh, you know, we opened the shepherd today. Why did we open the shepherd? You know? And so. That's really cool. So, I think I might do that. Yeah. I really like it. Because also the other ones are ugly. They are. They're ugly and, and I don't know where to put the chocolate's so not good. And the chocolate sucks. And so, I That's mean, it's true. better. I mean, I buy, I just buy Hershey Kisses and stick them in there, but Hershey Kisses are better than the crap that comes in those chocolate yeah. calendars. I mean, no offense to the people who do that. I just totally do I mean, Maddie this. and Penny love them, and yes. I, we might have to do them another year because they love, like, the cheesy decorations and, like, you know, and I just don't know where to put it. I'm like, do I hang it on yeah. the wall? And see, mine's like a decoration because it's a wooden, it looks like a nativity Yeah, scene. that's it's what like I think is cool. Scene, and then you just open each piece of it. And then that. I've also seen the ones that, like, it's a wooden nativity scene. I'm, I'm making motions here in the shape of a manger, and you can't see that audience. <laughs> but it's in the shape of a manger. Yeah. And it's got the doors, but inside the doors are... Are magnetic pieces to the nativity story that you put on the outside oh. of it and so they it's a surprise every day of what the piece is going to be but it actually tells the story and you can huh. add a piece of chocolate in there too if you wanted to just to yeah. make it fun but like and they get to put up the magnet so it's like today we put up the magnet star today we put the magnet sheep on or whatever yeah. those are so those are really cute to have a friend that has one of those that's fun. Really like this. See, and I just, I mean, I'd rather put my time into like something like that than yeah. being like, okay, we're going to see seven Santas. Now, if you go see seven Santas and that sparks joy, I have some friends that that does spark joy from them. Yeah. They like to go visit every Santa at every mall and like, like it's a whole thing for them. Like, and it's a family tradition. And like, we go see one Santa. So. Yeah, I don't. And you don't even do Santa. Like. I, mean, well, you do, I mean, you don't I did do it last year Santa because pictures. Santa happened to be at Chick-fil-A. Yes. Like the Chick-fil-A we go to. Yeah. And See, I was you like. you made it simple. Like you were yeah. there anyway. You were going to probably yes. go to Chick-fil-A anyways. And dinner was taken care of. Yeah. But I do not. And see, this is, this is the only time I'm bougie. So I'm not bougie (laughs) about, I'm not bougie about anything except for Santa. And I am one of those people and I'm totally going to admit it. And I can get, you can send me all the emails, but I'm the one who does, if you're not in Atlanta, Phipps Plaza is like the super (laughs) schmoozy mall, you know, like the one that has like the, like the real designers. Yeah. 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 Like that's where you go and get your Versace and stuff like that. Right. And so, and so, and, and literally he's the real Santa. I'm sorry. Anybody can contest me anywhere they want, but he's amazing. And he's so good with the kids and he has long conversations with them and talks to them about saying their prayers and brushing their teeth. And there he is the real Santa. Yeah. And I, but you, you have to get on the list like in July every year. And it's like a rolling list and you have to get like, make an appointment. Super bougie. Because you don't wait in line, which is awesome. Yeah, that's but, true. And so we make a night of it. It's like the one of the main traditions we do every year. We go to Fist Plaza and then we eat at Johnny Rockets. That's perfect. You know, because it's yeah. in Phipps Plaza. But like, and it's, we, they get really dressed up. And I don't freak out about the outfits and they have to be matching or any of that kind of stuff. But they get dressed up. Nathan wears a button down. Milo wears a dress. They take their cute picture. I get it on an ornament every year. I don't buy the picture package. Aww. I literally only buy the ornament that has their picture on it. They I have the year. ornament there? Yeah. Oh. Like it prints the picture on the ornament. Oh, that's nice. And like I get the same ornament every year, so we have one from every year. Oh, and that's so, really sweet. but like it's like it, it's a process. Like you have to get on the list in July. Yeah. And then they like send you the appointments in October, and like the minute you get the email, if you don't sign up, you won't. Like you're going on Halloween or something. So, <laughs> you know. So, um, but it's it, it. But that 
that yeah. I love. Like yeah. I, that is important to me. But we, all people have different things that are important to them. Like yeah. going to see Santa is not important to some people. And that, yeah. Or they just like a pop-up comes up like that. And that's great. Yeah. And I think that's the whole point is yeah. like, it's all about really knowing yourself and knowing your family and like what yeah. really makes y'all happy. Looking for the perfect gift for someone in your life who is self-reflected, interested in psychology, and wants to go deeper in an already strong faith journey? Consider Revealed, what the Bible can teach you about yourself by author and licensed psychologist, Dr. Angela Schaffner. This unique book makes a great six-week small group study or individual devotional. Learn about ways the Bible relates to you in a modern and relevant context in ways that matter in your everyday life. Miscarriage, body image, and eating issues, communication struggles, and grief are just some of the topics the author delves into in this book. It will stop you in your tracks and get you to see yourself and your faith journey in ways that you may never have considered. Revealed is available on Amazon or Audible and in the Upper Room Books online bookstore. Are the holidays a tough time for you to navigate with all the food, family gatherings, expectation, and stress? Consider getting some extra support. Dr. Schaffner sees clients in her private practice on weekdays and currently has a few openings for new clients. Take advantage of this opportunity to gain a deeper understanding of yourself and your best coping strategies so you can enjoy a more peaceful holiday experience with good boundaries and more time with people who energize you. If this interests you and you live in the Atlanta area, call or text Dr. Angela Schaffner at 404-550-7226. If you're interested in learning more about Dr. Schaffner's practice or want to set up an appointment. Now back to our episode. Another thing that sparks joy to me, see, I'm getting positive instead of negative, is being in community at Christmas. And and I'm not talking about just going to church or going to parties, but like our community, um, you know, we live in the city of Smyrna, which is right outside of Atlanta. And it's definitely got like kind of a small town feel. Mm -hmm. Um, And they do a tree lighting in the city square every year. And like literally the entire community goes out. Like Mila's chorus group is going to be singing at it this year. And like Santa comes out in the fire truck and he like, blows his dust and then the whole tree lights up and they Aww, and it's like awesome. cute because they also put like lights out in like the whole city center so it's like you also get to do your light thing that you yeah. do you know where you can go see the lights and and like the whole community is there singing and and drinking hot chocolate and watching the tree light and to me it's just like the epitome of like yeah. small town within a city um and you get to be with your community so like that's really important to me too it's like yeah. all the community stuff and I don't feel pressure to go to everything because there's so many things. There's this presentation, there's this movie night and all that kind of stuff. But like a few things like that sprinkled in is important to me Yeah, to be a part. Because to me, that's a big part of the holidays. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, um, I think we're going to make cookies with some friends from school this year. Yeah. See stuff like that where you yeah. get to like hang out with friends and do some kind of tradition. Wreck your kitchen. Yes. <laughs> Which does not spark joy for me. So I would not do that. <laughs> but our neighborhood, we carol. So there's one that's night nice. that's decided and everybody gets together on the same quarter and carry torch lights and Aww. like somebody prints out the music and like his whole thing, like some of the houses in the neighborhood make hot chocolate. So when the kids show up to sing, they have hot chocolate for them. And it's just become a tradition. Like, yeah. but that's doing community together yeah. and it doesn't take any work. I just have to, have to show up at the, the corner and we start walking. I don't have to bundle up, but yeah, it's so fun. So like things like that are much more important to me than like, making sure that I have like all the exact decorations or that I have this fancy meal. Like Mm -hmm. I think the point of what we're saying is like everybody's things are important to them. Yeah. And if you see somebody doing something like I see you making beef Wellington, I'm never going to make beef beef Wellington, but I'm okay with that. But it's like, I think what we're talking about is like, we can't look at what other sparks other people join and expect that to spark us joy. Cause when we do that, that's when we stress out. Well, and it's just, you're disconnected because you're, You don't even know why you're doing what you're doing. And I think also just being really careful to like not over schedule so much. And I'm preaching to the choir here because I'm an over scheduler, not to schedule so much that like you don't just have a few nights where you don't just sit down with your family. Because if I'm going like, to put that tree up, we're you best believe it. we are sitting in front of it. And I'm going to buy some firewood. <laughs> we're going to use the firewood, you know, and all of that. So. I have one tradition I do that I just remembered that is what? like one of my favorite things. Okay. We have, um, some close friends and it's a couple and then a guy friend Mm -hmm. we do like a pajama burner 
And so everyone brings like a brunch dish. Oh, but it's fun. like in the evening. Brenner. I was like, what did you say, Brenner? Got it. Yeah. And we do Secret Santa. Oh, that's so and, fun. And but so this year we decided we were like, let's just make a day of it. So they're yes. gonna come over for like the whole day. Oh, so and fun. Maddie and Penny are at that good age where they can like watch the movies with us and now Disney Plus came out. I know. Um, yeah, I'm sure you're so excited. About and that. we have so much you know, it's like it's so much food that it's kind of like the Thanksgiving vibe where it's like, hey, about five or six, we're probably going to want like round two. Mm-hmm. We're all just going to sit around pajamas. Maddie and Penny are going to be in on the secret Santa, which is going to make it even more fun this year <laughs> because if they're going to pick whatever the whoever they draw, they get to pick their gift. and It's going to be so funny. But it's like <laughs> becoming one of my favorite traditions because it's just yeah. like it's just a chill day with friends and we don't have to go anywhere. And I love yes. being comfy. I love being in my house and it's just going to be great. I'm really looking yeah. forward to it. That's so fun. See, and I love going to other people's things like that. I yeah. don't want to have it in my house. Yeah. So I always have to think about like, how can I support that person? So yeah. I love so, and you're so good at this. I love so much. Like when people throw parties and me going to their parties, like, I oh, love yeah. going to parties or going to, like, things like what you just described with friends at Christmas, like a favorite things party or whatever. But, like, I don't want to host them in my house because I'm not a hostess. But, like, remembering to, like, appreciate like the person. Gift. Yeah, hostess. Yeah. I'm really not great. I'm great about grabbing a bottle of wine on the fly and bringing a bottle of That's wine. That's fine. But I, I, I feel like I should be a little bit more. Well, I've also learned to, like, stop being such a ho- like. I've learned, like, everybody, I'm making one thing, and everyone else is bringing something. And, like, oh, so yeah, it's a yeah, very yes. collaborative. Because I can see how you would think I have to do everything. The whole meal, and everybody's expecting, because I'm a chef, so everybody's expecting me to cook everything. Which sometimes And do. release. Not these people, but. Yeah. And releasing that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, and, um, like, my dad's the worst. Like, he's an amazing chef, and he cooks an amazing Thanksgiving meal, and he will not let anybody do anything. Oh, that's... But it sparks joy for him. Yeah. Like, he literally spends two days in the kitchen, and he's totally okay with it. Could you do, like, so, a flower arrangement? And so, well, he, he will not bake. So I'm oh, always in charge of desserts. Oh, right, right. I knew that. I'm always in charge of desserts, which is fine, because I'm fine with him making, because his food's going to be way better than mine. But I make the bomb pumpkin pie, so... Mm, you do make good pumpkin pie. <laughs> I love pumpkin pie. So good. So, what about presents to wrap up? To wrap up. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Good pun. Thank you. Um, yeah, presents. You want me to be a Scrooge for a second? Yes. Can everyone stop buying my kids plastic crap? Because they will play with it for approximately 2.5 seconds. And then it will just go into the abyss. And I will have to pick it up and move it around my house countless times and deal with it. And I just don't want any more crap. And they don't even want it. No, I I do. I've gotten better. I think you just evolve as a parent. And um, they get older, right? Yeah, like, you get older too. But like, I think a lot of it has to do with getting older. Because most of those plastic toys are geared towards the preschool age. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you know, like I was telling um, Rebecca earlier, I Mila wants a bookshelf, a pair of rollerblades, and like some stuff for our trip to Paris. Yeah. And then like Nathan wants a telescope. Yeah. Like these are things that are like real things. That, yeah. Last year he wanted a foosball table and that foosball table was played with with friends yesterday and we're a year out, you yeah. know? So I think that I, it does get better as they get older. Um, but it, it, you have to f- like, you have to fight. fight yeah. Right. Do you have um, like a system you use? Like some people do the thing where it's like something you want, something you need, something to wear. No, something to I don't. I like that system. And I feel like, it's a really great system. And I feel like it's easier when they're a little bit older to do that yeah. system because they, Milo does want to get clothes. Yeah. You know? So I think, and that she, they both like to read. So they want to get books. Like I think it's hard when they're younger to do a system, but people do it and they start it young. Um, we definitely are very like for a while we weren't putting any regulations on it. So the first few years of Christmas, like, it was ridiculous. Like, it mm-hmm. almost made me sick to my stomach. Like, just the amount of stuff. Well, bo- both on both sides, there's there's no grandkids besides mine on David's side. Mm-hmm. And only, and you, this is, this is the case with you, because yeah. both you and Chris are only children. So, like, it, it got a little insane, and we've had to rein it in, and nobody cared. Like, they just, yeah. nobody had structure. They just wanted to be told what to do, and, they, and I did it. And so... You know, we're very like, you know, they get like one big thing from Santa, maybe one or two little surprises. And then we get them one or two things as like a family. And then the parent, like the grandparents, I have to just be like one or two things because for a while, like every grandparent, and we have a lot because, you know, my oh, family, yes. hashtag my family, we have lots of grandparents. And so, 
I had to be, yeah, it has to be like, and they don't care. The parents and grandparents well, didn't care. They just wanted some structure. And so. I feel like my grandparents do care. Yeah. And you have to like, you have to figure out. And I out. don't want to take away the fun for them. Of then, stuff and I, and, and what I've done was for a while, I thought that I had to do all this stuff on top of what the grandparents were doing. Oh, and then David yeah. was like. Yeah, like they're doing it. They're like, doing it. Just let them do it. And then we only get one or two things. Yeah. Like, and things that we really want them to have that will last for a while. And if the grandparents get them one or two crap toys, then they get them the crap toys and we deal with that later. But like, why am I adding that this need to like get them all this stuff onto? Because there is this little bit of selfish thing of, I want them to like my presence better than the grandparents. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. You know, you want yeah. them to be excited about And I'm like, why? Why? Like... You know, why am I doing that? And so yeah. it does get easier as they get older, for sure. I always feel like I'm not doing enough. And I feel this yes. pressure, too, because speaking of, like, Maddie and Penny have a December birthday. Yes. So it's like they already have to share their birthday because they're twins. And it's, yes. like, in December. So, like, I remember last year, I went, I did way too much. Like, I wa- I bought the, like, well, I bought the Target brand American Girl dolls and accessories. But I bought, okay. like, we have lots of those these accessories. two, like, dolls. And I bought, like, this, like, ice cream truck thing with, like, a gajillion pieces. And I spent <laughs> yeah, all this time <laughs> on Christmas Eve, like, putting it together. And I yes. had it all set up, like, really cute. And, I mean, they played with it for, like, five seconds. And then they were done. And I was like, why did I do that? Like, they're not keeping score. Like, my no. little, like, four-year-old kids are my not kids keeping score. My kids aren't even. My, my almost 10-year-old and yeah. six-year-old aren't keeping score. Yeah. And, like, who did I, and then I was like, who did I do that for? Because they sure as heck don't care. Yeah, you know for yourself. Because I don't want them to feel like, oh, Christmas. Like, I, but I'm realizing as I'm talking, this is all kind of, like, this weird mom guilt that I don't even know where it comes from. But, like, so, yeah, I feel like I do too much. But then I also don't want to be the Scrooge mom who's, like, don't buy them a bunch of toys. Yeah. So that's why I think that it's important to be, like, okay, let them. And maybe give some, like, parameters if you can yeah. in a nice way. Just be, like, oh, you're totally welcome to get them whatever you want. But just do two or three things or whatever. However it works best for your family. I can't speak into that. But that's what's worked for ours. But then you don't feel this like pressure that now you also have to give them all these things because I can tell you right now, my kids don't remember who gave them what they just know. know that they got it. And, um, and they felt loved and all of that. But you know what? We sat here and we all named two or three things we love about Christmas and the gifts were not brought up one time. It's true. Even the children. Yeah. They did not bring up gifts. They brought up experiences. All of it was yeah. experiences. And so I, I just, and David and I told each other, because we've spent so much money on the house and we're doing so many travel. We've done so many yeah. like ex- extraneous travels. And like, um, we, you know, David got me a really nice, I mean, my 40th, both of our 40th birthdays were this year. We yeah. both got each other really nice gifts for our 40th birthdays. Like we're just not getting each other for anything for Christmas, Yeah, you know? And like, we're just going to do experiences and have fun together as a family. And I'm totally okay with it because there's nothing that I need. Yeah. You know? And see, I'm like a gifts person. So I do you enjoy are. getting gifts. I mean, and I but. do enjoy, I like getting gifts too, but I, I, and my mom will still get me something and David's yeah. mom will still get me. I will still get gifts and I will still have to give gifts. I've got nieces and nephews and everything. Right. But like I, I, the pressure is taken away. Well, and I that. think it's, I think it's two things. I think one, we don't, it's, I don't need to project my own feelings onto my kids. So just because yes. gifts are important to me and I like exactly. getting gifts does not mean that my kids necessarily do. Exactly. Just like my, the, that's the opposite of I was projecting my, yeah. I don't, I don't need anything. Let's make it minimalist without the input of the family. Like yeah. I can't just assume that because yes. I don't want anything that nobody else wants anything. And also like, you know, I can, even if I'm not getting Nathan, David, anything, I have a few good ideas for him of like pretty easy stuff. And I can give that to my mom and his mom because I never know what to tell them. Yeah, that's a good idea. And I have to be like, I have to be okay with that. I've came up with these good ideas. You don't get the credit. I don't get the credit, but I'm okay with it. But why do I need the credit? Why do I need the credit? Like, as long as he's happy and got something that he enjoys and we decide not to give each other gifts. But then my mom comes to me and was like, what should I get Dave? And I'm like, I don't know. Well, I have some ideas. Yeah. I don't have to spend the money, but I still did something for him by telling her what to get him. Yeah. And it's just like a change of attitude and a perspective. And I will say just from the perspective, like I, so people hate on me for being an only child. I've gotten a lot of like flack for this over my life. Like, Oh, you're an only child. Like, cause you um, had choice in the matter. Right. But <laughs> I will say that for the first 10 years of my life, I was the only grandkid. And, um, so like Maddie and Penny times a million, it was just me on both sides. Like just me. Um, and 
I would get Christmas was all about me every single year. And you know what? Yeah, keep going. And and I like obviously I'm not faulting my family. It's just sort yes. of like when yeah. there's a kid, that's what you do. Is yeah, you like focus Christmas on the kid. is about the kids. Yeah, but I. I think that that has hindered me. And this is something I try to remember now when I'm thinking of Maddie and Penny. And as I'm talking about this, I'm like, I do still have that expectation of like, oh, I'm going to get all these presents. Because I would literally, my my mom uh, made me a stocking that was taller than me. And it would just be, st- I mean, I had yeah, so. Yeah, well, we can go into the psychology of why that is too. But <laughs> Right. But I remember, like, I just got so many presents. And I would yeah. get so much stuff. And I noticed with Maddie and Penny too, like, if you get more, like for any of us, right, it me at 35 years old or anyone, if you get more than like two or three things, you're kind of like, you, you don't value. You, you don't value it. There's yeah, like yeah. a certain point. Yeah. And um, so I just remember like how the struggles I, this is very first world problems. I realize that, but like just the, the struggles I've had in um, being appreciative and mm-hmm. humble about gifts. Like part of that is because I was showered and Christmas was made about me for yeah. so long. So yeah. I don't want to do that to my kids. Yeah, because they aren't coming in with that preconceived notion. Right. You're putting that preconceived notion. I'm putting notion it on, on because that, that's this and my the way parents were supposed to be. They were trying to make it special for me. They and were, I, I don't mean to make it you're sound. You're an only child and all that. And all of that. And they it were, also made them feel good to do it. Yeah. Because in other ways, they didn't probably feel good as a parent. So. But, <laughs> no, um, I'm saying that for every parent. Yeah, yeah, We yeah, all yeah. make up for our insufficiencies in parenting. In different ways. In different ways. And, like, I, so I'm not, like, hating on my parents at all. No. But I just notice, like, from my experience of having grown up with that and now having to learn. And this sounds like such a bratty thing to say, but I think someone else must struggle with it. Like, if, if I don't get everything I wanted, sometimes I'm disappointed. And it's like, I'm an adult. Like, what, what am I doing? But it's like, that's just something that is ingrained in me that I have to work with. And so I don't want to ingrain that in my kids. I think there's a difference between coming to that conclusion and also, so I think there's the other side of it about what you get. Like for me, it's not so much about how, how much somebody spent or it's something I needed in quotation marks, but more of like, did they put thought into it? Yeah. Do, do so, I feel understood? As do a I person? feel understood as a person that, that I'm dipping into my four week here? Cause it sounds like you, yeah. but like, I, I like, the things that mean the most to me are the things that I'm like, you know, they thought yeah. and thought of me. Yes. Um, and that is much, that's hard for me. So I want that, but I'm not good at it. So like trying to like develop that a little bit more yeah. of, um, ex- you know, and then you have my husband who like just wants you to give him what he wants. Yeah. Because if you buy anything that you've put any thought into, he's probably going to return it. Like. <laughs> And, like, I've had to learn to be okay with that. And here this comes in, like, familial differences, right? Yeah. So, like, in my family, if you got a gift from somebody, you would never return it. It doesn't matter if it didn't fit. It's not the right color. It's broken. You don't return people's gifts. It's like in a Christmas story where he puts yes. on the sweater and he's yes. like, <laughs> yes, Grandma made you a sweater. He's oh, like, oh, oh, it's the bunny outfit. Or the bunny outfit. Yes, 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 the bunny. But like, you just suck it up and you keep you it deal with and it, yeah. you deal with it and you say thank you. And like, in David's family, neither one of these ways are wrong. Yeah. But David's family, like, and they were all okay with it. I remember our first Christmas together. Like, there was like, they were making stacks between like what they were going to return <laughs> and what they weren't going to return. And I remember thinking, and like, they, the expectation was when they opened the get, when another person opened to get, they were probably going to return it and get what they wanted. That's so silly. Why wouldn't you just give a gift card or something? I love getting gift cards. I know that it's. Me too. But it's like, not yay. everybody like, Some people want a present to open up. And so, like, and like everybody that. has their different, like, yeah. and, and like the, the challenge of marriage is coming together with two different backgrounds and like I've had to like give a little bit like just because David doesn't like what I got I mean he returns and gets what he wants that's not a reflection on me yeah you know and but I also expect my kids to be grateful for what they got yeah you that's know? A, so hard a hard balance I would have a hard time buying gift for someone knowing they were probably going to return it yeah that's, you that's just, tricky after almost 20 years of knowing each other you just you I mean do you feel like he returns stuff less now yes. that you've had so many Christmases because yes. you kind of know yeah so he's gotten better and better. Mostly it's clothes. And that's mostly because I want him to dress a certain way that uh-huh. he doesn't want to dress. And that's my own issue. Yeah. I should probably I do that buy too. things that he likes instead of things that I like. That's a whole nother thing. Well, no I wonder hope Chris isn't it. listening to this. <laughs> I've completely I completely changed this whole color palette. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, I used to do a thing um, years ago where, well, not years ago, like, a few years ago, um, I would open my presents because I didn't like, I have a, I don't have a good poker face. And, um, 
I would get, I knew my expectations were ridiculous and I hated being like disappointed. And so my way of fixing that was like, well, let me open my presents ahead of time. So I know what it is so that then I'm not like, I don't make anyone feel bad. So it's partly because I love giving surprises and I love like, I love an actual surprise. I don't like a surprise that I anticipate. I don't like that. Like if you're like, Rebecca, I'm throwing... So yeah, you're yeah. going to have a surprise guest. You don't know who it is. I'm going to be like, uh, but if you just show, you know what I'm saying? There's like well, a yeah, difference. Because then, you, cause then if you know there's a surprise coming, you don't know what it is. Then you it's like anxiety. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I tell that and that. Chris um, is not naturally. Like the whole time you were telling me you had a awesome <laughs> gift for me. I love doing it to other people. I do. I do. I love, I love doing it to other people. I, I should stop doing that because I hate when people do it to me. <laughs> but Chris is like not naturally a good gift giver. Uh-huh. And so... I would just always kind of be disappointed when yeah, he would yeah. buy me gifts. And so I was like, okay, well, this is how I'm going to fix it. I'm going to like open the gift ahead of time. I'm going to see what it is. And he would get so angry at me because as you know, you can tell if someone's open a gift oh, and I, taped it back I together. I would be livid at you. He was yes. so mad. And my, I had, two of my really good friends were like, you really you have, have to, to stop, stop doing that. Yeah. And, and he had said it, but when I was like, why? And they're like, you have to stop. And yeah. I was like, fine. So I don't do How would you anymore. feel if it was the other way around? I would feel terrible. Yeah. That's what I always had to remember. I always yeah. had to like be like, okay, so if I did this, it I would did make this. Me feel bad. Yes. Yeah, I can't believe you opened the gift. I just <laughs> because, and I really I, did. I, I understand your perspective. I had a good. Kid. Yes. I, it was. I was trying so to protect could, him from yeah, from your shocked face from of feeling crappy. Yes. yes, I really was. I mean it, but I, yeah, it's like the the bigger issue is I should just be grateful for what I get yes. and not be a brat, right? Yes. Like that's that's the bigger <laughs> issue. We all we're all working on that. We're all working on not being a brat. Yeah, you think that goes away in childhood? It does not. It doesn't. Course. I feel like I feel like having kids made it come out more. You're like, you see it in them and you're like, oh, I'm a brat too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, I'm, cause we're all so entitled. Like I mean. Myla today, she's got like three pairs of boots. Uh-huh. Because most of them were handed down because she's just so much smaller than her friends. So yeah. she gets like shoes from, but I don't think I've, I maybe bought, bought one of the three pairs of boots, right? But none of them are high boots. So one of her friends has high boots. <laughs> and I feel her. Yeah, I, I know. I, I see know. It on other, and she, and it's just the way she phrased it. She was like, so-and-so has high boots you need to get me some high boots or something. The way she said it was real snotty. And I was like, you know what, Myla? It's okay that you want those high boots. What you should have said was, so-and-so has these really pretty boots and I really could use a pair of high boots. Could we maybe go look at some or go shopping? It yeah. was just the way you say it. Like, yeah. But I do the same thing. We've just gotten really, really good at, at not saying at so-and-so nasty. has them. Yes. Like, I've gotten so good at but getting all, all but the But I reasons. can say, I can see something that somebody has and want it and just say, oh, that, that's yeah. pretty, yeah, I like that. But in my head, I'm thinking, I want that because she has it. Yeah. Like, we all are just a bunch of tweens inside. We are, and it's... We're toddlers. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. But I hope this year with gifts that I can both ask for things that like I'm thoughtful about. I'm stressed about. out about giving you a gift even though I already have your gift. You do? I don't have any gift uh, but yours. Really? Actually, okay, I've gotten a couple of sprinkling of things for the kids throughout the year but I have yours. I know what I'm getting you. I just haven't gotten it yet. Um, <laughs> but I'm very proud of it too. Oh, okay. Well, I'm excited. <laughs> See, I'm doing the thing to you that you did to me. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little nervous. I, uh, yeah, I hate when people do that and I do it to people all the time. Like I already got one of Chris's gifts and it's in the back of my car in an open bag and I'm always like, did you look at it? Because I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of leaving it there just to see if he'll sneak. And he's like, no, I didn't look at it. David I wish you'd take figures, it out of your car. <laughs> David figures out every gift I ever buy him. It doesn't matter if I took out cash to buy it so he can't track it. It doesn't matter if I had it shipped from some ambiguous place. It doesn't matter if I, he never intercepted. I don't yeah. know how he figures it out. He has spies or something. I don't know. And every year I'm like, I got it. This year was this yeah. This, gifts it he's not gonna find out and every year he does I love the history y'all have I think that's so fun to be able to say like for 20 years we've like I just think that's such yeah. a fun thing to yeah. be able to remember that many that's so yeah. special so well I'll try to not be a brat this year okay that's good I'll try not to be a Scrooge yeah <laughs> and try to if something doesn't spark joy understand why it sparks up joy in other people and not like crap on people's parades because I, I do do that like I do like to me I'm like I'm not gonna do that why would you do that I'm like well, then I just totally crapped on people, like you and your Christmas card. Do you know what someone did to me last year that crapped on me? Just so we can end with, like, a funny little story. I sent an item I would like to somebody, a family member, and the family I was member— like, was it me? No. <laughs> I don't send you a gift list. Do you want me to? I would love to get all these. <laughs> but I sent this item to a family member, and she basically said, that's ugly. I'm not buying it for you. 
And I remember being like, you asked me what I wanted. And then you, you told me it was ugly and you went by. So then I just asked someone else to get it and they did. But don't do that to people. <laughs> if you want to know what they want, accept what it is that they want. Like, and don't say. And don't comment. Do want that. Like, that's what I, I think. And it's a good reminder to me because it's the reason I bring that up is because today there's this, there's a show on Netflix called True and it's stupid and it's this dumb cartoon. It's stupid. Um, and I hate it, but Maddie and Penny love it. And for Christmas, they want like the stuffed animals of the like True toys, which don't exist. You have to buy them on like Etsy because they don't make them. And I was just like, that is the dumbest Christmas gift. I didn't say this to them, but I was just like, that's stupid. And you're not even going to play with them. And that show sucks. And like, what? But then I was like, no, Rebecca, it's like, it's important to that gift that shall remain nameless. It's (laughs) like that. They like it. If that's what they want, I don't get to like editorialize it. I just have to say, okay. Like, yeah. So we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. Instead, And I'm not spending $60 for somebody on Etsy to make you a true doll. No, because no, well, we've just talked about the holidays for an hour. We did? Yeah. Wow. I know. What do we even talk about? <laughs> Cheese biscuits. Beef Wellington. Uh, the fact that I'm a Scrooge. Whatever. You're not really a Scrooge. I'm not really a Scrooge. They Doing what matters to you and your family. It's the way to go, man. And it's probably more simple than you think. Yep. And invite me over if you do a good job decorating your house, because I really do like to be in those environments. I just don't want to have to do the work of doing it myself. That's funny. Okay. Happy holidays. We'll be back yes. next week with another Advent episode, but for sure. this is our little uh, our little pause. Um, it's so, our pause for Thanksgiving, because I think this is, it's Thanksgiving this week. I had a really good idea for Thanksgiving. Okay. My aunt is letting me contribute to Thanksgiving this year. Like, mm-hmm. she's, like, the best hostess, and she always does, like, everything. And she refuses to let anybody She help. doesn't refuse to, but, like, she... You she know, just would rather, she, she, would, she, she enjoys would, doing it. Yeah, yeah she yeah, enjoys yeah. doing it. She's like it. my dad. My dad wouldn't refuse anything, but he just would rather Yeah, he'd, do it. she'd rather yeah. kind of do it her way. But um, yeah, she asked me to bring a green vegetable, and I was like, actually, I think I have contributed a couple times, but it hasn't been a steady thing. So I'm going to make an arugula salad with pomegranate seeds. Yum. Doesn't that sound good with all the heavy Thanksgiving food as like a little like. And you make really good salads. Like you Thank should you. Go I love salads. Making salads. I don't know how you make that a business. I don't know. But you you really are good at making salads. We can talk I mean, about that Rebecca on my crisis episode. Rebecca's good at making lots of things, but her salads are spectacular. Thank you. I really enjoy salads, um, yeah. Which, but it's a pain in the butt to make them just for you when yes. no one in your family eats them. Yes, <clears throat> I know. But um, <laughs> I know that how that rolls. But that's just a little aside. If somebody asked you to bring something to Thanksgiving, I was just thinking about it. I was like, you know, cranberry sauce. We all love the cranberry sauce because it kind of breaks up all the like heavy, like it's rich kind of food. Flavor, yeah, you need like day, some. Yeah. So I was like, that would just be such a sharp, like good with like a nice just shallot vinaigrette, red wine vinegar, like really kind of basic. But I think it'd be good. So that's my little Thanksgiving tip. If you're asked to bring something, bring that. And if you do it with kale... You can make it way ahead and just let it yeah, sit if you don't want to do the arugula. Um, it's arugula you'd have to ride just right before the meal. Yeah, but you can do it. Soggy. Yeah. Yeah. Do I know some things? You do. Okay. You know things. I know okay. Things. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. So till next week, we are on Instagram at Woven and Him. We are on Facebook and Patreon forward slash Woven and Him. You can also email us fullywoven at gmail.com. And I'm Rebecca Pete, like the coffee brand. And you can find me at RebeccaPete.com where you can also find all my social handles. Yep. And uh, I don't want to be found. So just find me on the Facebook for our uh, podcast and the Instagram, but not my personal. Bye. Bye. (laughs)